Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box is rated M for mature audiences only. It may contain nudity, sexual situations, strong language, and monsters that will eat you. The thoughts and opinions stated by Sam, Josh, and Clarence are their own and in no way reflect MTG cast, Wizards of the Coast, Hasbro, or our mom, who tried really hard to teach us the right things to do and say. The following impressions left by Raiders can be helped by strong antipsychotic meds and therapy. Do not swim for up to two hours after listening to Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box. Previously on Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box. So Jerry Hall just called me and said he got flooded into his house. So he's not going to come in? And he won't be here. What a pussy. Are you serious? Yeah. Get in on Want to call the pussy? See if he wants to come over? I should probably tell you that that's his line before you call somebody. Put the grenade away. It's like, this is what you should do. There's no other way to do it. I have a feeling we're going to get in a fight on the podcast, Sam. I can't wait to get in a fight. Save. Hey, Dum Dum! Tell us about the first time you got caught masturbating. Oh, God. Okay. I wasn't caught by my parents. I was actually caught by my friend's mom. I think I saw this porn. Go on. I, I seriously didn't hear the door open, but when I turn around, she's standing there, and she doesn't say anything. So you don't know how long she was watching? Like, <laughs> did you release it on her? Or? <laughs> I'm too far to stop! <laughs> but she said, you want me to leave so you can finish? And That's pretty hot, dude. <laughs> if you want Blake Dawes to come beat off at your house and let your mom catch him, uh, send us an email. Alright, I'm sorry guys, but I lied to all of you. You are gay. Yes, no. <laughs> uh, Which one's the lie? I kind of lied about the whole getting caught jerking off experience. Uh, uh, that was better than some of M. Night Shyamalan's to us. <laughs> uh, now, I told my wife that I wanted to get a vasectomy after this kid. And she the, really wants to have a third. Like, we've totally talked about it I for thought years. you wanted, like, seven. Right, we've talked about having lots of kids. And I was like, honey, I don't want to have any more kids. This is it. I want to get a vasectomy. So you were just mean to your nine months plus pregnant wife. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's great, Josh. I'm a great husband. <laughs> and the next, you locked your kid in his room with, like, nothing but a piece of bread and water for a week, right? No, he didn't have any bread. I like to lie a lot. Oh, by the way, you're an asshole. Jesus got a vasectomy, Sam. <laughs> Can you fit that in the little fish, you think? <laughs> but I just wanted to, I was going to shave my ball sack and paint a little face on it and then take a picture of it and then make a Facebook for it and call it, call it Happy Scrotum. <laughs> what would your French relationship tickles? status be? <laughs> Paired? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Will you update your status every once in a while and say bored? <laughs> <laughs> Chafed? Oh. Can we talk about magic? No. no. <laughs> hey, Dum Dum! always wanted to be a robot. But not because of the reasons you might think, but because I really like oil.
Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Raiders of Teferi's Puzzle Box. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, uh, Raiders of Teferi's Box, Teferi's Puzzle Box, all one word, and you can find us and email us at yahoo.com, Teferi's Puzzle Box at yahoo.com, and fuck, where else can they find us? You can find Sam on redtube.com. <laughs> My screen name is Hugo, <laughs> Hugo Logovitz. <laughs> Don't or iTunes. Me, don't ask me how to iTunes. spell that. You can we're on, on iTunes. Um, so we're a magic podcast that gets together every week to not talk about magic, and then we talk about magic. Um, I'm Josh. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm great flavored. I'm Clarence. And we got another new person with us tonight, and he's circumcised. His name is? My name is Jerry Hall, and I am circumcised. Prove it. Uh, okay. Put that away. <laughs> Dude, your mushroom tip is like a real mushroom. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, so weird. It's like you have a toothpick in it, too. There's no foreskin. Because oh. <laughs> I'm circumcised. Oh. What did you do with it, by the way? I gave it to a priest, I guess, or a rabbi, or whoever cut the skin off my penis. Do you think he collects it? Like, the, all the foreskins so you, that he's... Are you saying you're unaware of who have played with your penis and circumcised it? I am unaware of who hey, played with my penis. Let's weird. say that tomorrow morning you How guys many? get up and you go to the store... Random dude walks up to you and says, "Hey, I've got your foreskin." And he's, he's like, "Here you go. I've been saving it for you." Oh, what happens? I go to a doctor and I'm like, "Hey, can you sew this shit back on? I just want to know." I'd chew it like bubble gum. I would say thank you. Yeah, I probably wonder why he had it, but I would also be appreciative that he gave it back. So yeah. you would give the third degree? I'd give the third degree. So, <laughs> so um. Jerry Hall, why don't you tell us about the first time you got caught masturbating? Uh, well, that's kind of funny because I, uh, I've never been caught masturbating. What? And tell yeah. us the real reason. <laughs> tell us, you know, really. Okay, well, never. I live in a house right. where half the house was burnt down. And so they built another half of the house on the house that was still standing. But the foundations were about three feet off. So we had to put these big ass stairs on there so every time someone would come down those stairs which is where my room's at uh, I would hear big clumps of large people's feet coming downstairs and be able to would you help me finish or do you put it away I put it away you tuck it in so, your waistband tuck it in my so you never masturbated so you anywhere but your bedroom you never tried to like be like oh what do this porn looks like on the big screen in the front room or like you know the good computers over here so I'm gonna go try <laughs> oh, to whack it here inch monitor. <laughs> and well, then, thus never putting yourself at risk or I was I was uh, pretty safe about it, yeah. What wow. I want to get at is, you just said you heard big, loud thuds. Are you calling everybody in your family fat? Pretty much. Did you hear that, Sergeant Hall? You're tubby. <laughs> <laughs> I, is, is I, I don't know I know it's That blows my mind that you've never been caught. With him. I know, it's, it's kind of rare yeah. that happens, but it's true. I don't think you're telling us the truth. I just think you just don't want to tell us. Just whip it out right here so we can catch you. Oh. I'm sorry, uh, the first time I did the podcast with you guys, I got caught masturbating. I let you guys watch me masturbate. That's a little different than being caught. Okay, here we go. We'll go stand out there for a few seconds. <laughs> Surprise! Okay. There's a computer right, right. here. Find there's some porn. No, there's a really hot piece. That, get that Phoenix piece. That's a cheap right? It looks well, really no, hot. Do you do like redheads? I do. I think, though, I'm going to go to Red Team <coughs> and look up Hugo Longovitz. And there you go. Uh, just put in quotations, great flavored. You'll find it. It'll be the right. third hit. <laughs> the first here. one was Josh. The second one was my bombs. Huh. The third one was just a guy who got in an accident. 
It was like, what's that guy's name from Lost? Hugo Lost? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Very nice. All right, so, guys, what's the best thing you've watched on television this week? Clarence is reaching for his wiener, and he rolled his balls. Seven. Seven. We rolled to see who goes first, if you're not familiar with our podcast, sir. Oh, okay. Well, seven. Well, you guys are going to have to re-roll probably. Unless we just trump him. They'll have you to re-roll, most likely. Nine. That's the first again this week? Yes, you do. That sucks. Four. Don't worry, We'll start with me and go left, man. Two. Two. So we don't get all fucking Make weird. Dun, 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 dun. Like that, Let's just go folks. Let's no. That goes the other way. Fine, whatever. All right, so the best thing I watched on TV this week. Um, on Thursday, my wife went into labor, and... Josh had his baby, by the way. I had my baby. We uh, should have mentioned that. His, it's a little boy. His name is Fox David Danger Srof. And so, yeah, he was born on Thursday. That was Fox David Danger, all one word. Yep. <laughs> what syllable if you just say it properly? <laughs> and so we had the baby, and so we ended up spending two days in the hospital, and all we had was basic cable. So we were, we were flipping through it, and we found a house marathon. And so I watched this episode of House where a gentleman comes in looking for Dr. Cuddy and he runs into Dr. House in her office and he pulls a gun and says, I need to be diagnosed. I've been to every specialist and everything and no one can come up with an answer and I need Dr. House. And he doesn't know that Dr. House is Dr. House. So he brings in all these hostages from the lobby that are standing around waiting to be helped. There's always a gun. Yeah, I'm telling you. Any, any hospital... Show is going to always have a gun in it. So when you ever see is ER? the only one that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what I mean. Anyway, so it comes down to a lot of trickery trying to get the uh, the hostage taker out. And okay, so House wants to diagnose him so bad that at one point in time he guarantees the guy that if he hands him over the gun and he's not right, he'll give it back. And so that happens. And House gets the gun. They do an MRI, find that there's no um, tumors, and House gives him back the gun. Sam's a little drunk tonight. <laughs> I enjoy House though. Yeah, that was no, that was it was such a good episode. Such a good episode. That's cool. Yeah. Like I, I, I haven't watched this season. I was gonna watch. Yeah, House doesn't once. really care about the person so much as just the mystery. So he's willing to put other people's lives in jeopardy just to solve the mystery. It was, it was pretty badass. It's he, amazing. He he's been to jail, been accused and convicted as a drug addict, and he's still practicing medicine. It blows Absolutely. my mind. He's, I he's love great. the fictional universes that exist. <laughs> nope, this was. <laughs> but no, it makes for enjoyable television for sure. Sam, what's the best thing you watch on TV? Well, you're gonna love it. Um, I've, I've convinced Candace into watching. Not the it, shield. Right? Not the shield. Not the shield. No, I've, I've been <laughs> not done the with 4400. I've been done with the shield. I've been done with the shield, and I've yet to been able to find a serious show to watch since. I'm, I'm really looking. Uh, email me with uh, you know suggestions because these guys I've tried all their suggestions and mostly they're crap. And so, what was the best thing you watched on TV this uh, week? I've convinced yeah. Candace to watch uh, Arrested Development. She's uh, she's watched a few episodes from the first season, and so we've, we've been rewatching it. And there's a couple moments that really, if you haven't watched this show, I have a couple moments that may convince you to watch it. Within the first uh, three episodes, there's a scene where. Uh, the family, they're broke and looking for money, and they have this banana stand on the pier. And, uh, frozen it, banana stand. Frozen banana stand. And, and the main character is uh, Jason Bateman's son, Michael, who, who, Michael, Mi- Michael Sarah, Michael, uh, George Michael, 
uh, Michael Sarah is 14 years old and he's working the banana stand and they, and they start like taking money from the register and whatnot. And the way they justify this is by for every dollar they take, they throw away one banana. So that way it all evens out in the end. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, and eventually they have this uh, this thug that uh, gets a job with the uh, family because he did some arsonist work for him. So he gets a job at the banana stand and they explain this logic to him. And he's the one who points out, he's like, he's like, you guys need to redo your math. You know, it's funny. It's right, just, they're just trying to give this, this very large black man a little... You know, heads up into the the job world. They send him over to work the banana stand with George Michael, and he's like, "I don't think you're right on that." Taking the dollar, throwing a banana. <laughs> you better check your math again. It was his line. So, <laughs> uh, and oh, I guess that was the only moment I wrote down. Oh, I want to bring up another moment that made me think of. Uh, please, there's so many great ones throughout the right. season. I chose that one. George Michael has a brother named Job, and growing up, um, their father hired. A uh, friend of theirs oh, who, who has a missing arm, like lost the arm, in, like the war or something, to teach them lessons. So it's like he would have the guy do this dramatic thing where if he left the milk lit off the carton, he would you would somehow lose your arm, and he would wave his stump in front of him and say, "And that's why you don't leave the lid off the carton of milk." Just random, <laughs> <laughs> all the little things that, that they would hire this guy to teach him every lesson that they needed to teach him. That's why you look as cold obscure as it might the be. Street. <laughs> it was very elaborate. Like it, it loses his arms and blood would squirt everywhere. Every single time, somehow he loses his arm. Again, if you're a one-armed man looking for work, Josh and I both have kids and, and <laughs> would, would choose. It would opt to use this method if you're looking to earn some money and only have one arm. Email us. <laughs> Business opportunities only at Raiders the Teferi's Puzzle Box. Alright, Jay. Okay, well, I came home from work, and I don't really watch TV, but I when I come home, I go and watch it with my parents, and my dad's usually watching CNN. And I was watching it, and they were covering the oil spill, right? That's the, the funniest thing on television, honestly. That is probably the best comedy I saw this week. I know, it's... It's hilarious. They're so dumb. But anyways, uh, this week we're gonna try a Walmart sack yeah, over the hole yeah. <laughs> and then put it on with robotic fiber optic arms. Exactly. They just they can't stop this. Anyways, uh, I watched uh, Obama in a conference or an interview uh, explain why he needed to hold a conference about the oil spill instead of just acting on it, and he. Uh, he said he needed to hold the conference so he could know whose ass to kick. And I thought that was hilarious. That our, he our president, said that? He said those verbatim, so I know whose ass to kick. That's pretty fucking I know. awesome. I know. You gotta like, love him. I do. Yeah, I, was, I, do. I do love Obama. And then he goes, West Side! Exactly. He gets blacker and blacker every day. I swear. <laughs> he you stopped playing that? golf and started playing basketball. Yeah. I heard that. You know what I mean? There you, so That yeah. supports the theory. Speaking of black... The best thing I saw on television this week has Sick. nothing to do with black people. Awesome. But it was True Blood. Oh, oh Lord. I saw Season that. that was, oh, my God. I'm sorry. He's menstruating, I guess. The pack would get except naked for, in this episode. Except for Therefore. you guys haven't seen it, so you think it's Twilight. No, we don't. No. We don't care that if it's Twilight or not. You're watching a chick show, dude. No, no there's not. really. I, I trust me. I've it's watched. Chick show. See, I've watched series Grey's of Anatomy episodes in every season. And you pick yeah. right up where it left off. No, True next Blood season. Is amazing. Next season on Grey's Anatomy vampires. The only thing that <laughs> the shows are going to suddenly like fucking merge and make this tell us uber show. Blood. The only thing that I didn't like about it is at the end 
there were werewolves, and I was like, ah, oh, shit. Oh, that's so cliche. Yeah. <laughs> to the sunlight, and, they were and you were surprised. That's the that's the best part. No, I wasn't surprised. I just wish they had. He's crossing went his there. fingers. Hoping. They had shapeshifters before. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Werewolves, not cool. Are you saying the werewolves aren't cool, or werewolves aren't cool right now? No, I just don't like. like ever? Why do they have to be in vampires? Are you shows? racist against werewolves, sir? No, I I agree. You're fucking racist. Why can't you have a show guy? with vampires without having werewolves? Why can't the werewolves get their own damn show? Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> well, Silver Bullet, the new Silver HBO Bullet. series. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, or Wolf. I'm fingering Clarence right now in his vagina. Wait for next season. It'll be there. Um, oh, done. there's a Sonic drink there. Hey, what's up, Sonic drink? <sighs> I will just keep. I'm just. Foot. I don't know what to tell you. I. I don't know. I want to talk about tampons or something. I don't. So if you're a girl and you listen to our show, check out the show True Blood if you haven't seen it before, you and you can text Clarence or email him. We need like a special segment and talk about me. it. Can Clarence's you go to my phone number. We need like a jingle that's like Clarence's Benjamin Television Corner, and he tells us you know what it is this week. If you would like to leave comments or any information pertaining to True Blood or any or Grey's Anatomy or anything female like, just please just leave it in the subject line or something to address to Clarence so we know he could read it and Josh and I could completely avoid it. Matt, moving talking on. To you. Matt was kidding. I'm pretty sure. No, he wasn't. <laughs> Jerry, best thing you saw on television this week? I think we already went through this yeah. with the. Oh, oh I'm the only one who hasn't gone. No, you definitely no, you went too. I think you're drunk. Yep. And what are you drinking tonight, Sam? Why don't you? I have a huge bottle of sangria. I yeah, need a little more clarification. It's literally a gallon glass bottle with a. It's little... the medium sized jug. It was the uh, nine dollar jug. When wow. he says Great. medium, it's literally the size of human. It's three head. liters. That's cool for. Uh, Hold on, let me see. It. You said nine bucks. That's pretty hot. Yeah, I know, right? And That's it doesn't take much. See, it's literally the I'm size. I'm hiding of human behind. Head. I'm. I'm hiding. Half Clarence does have a huge cranium. And behind can, the bottle, he can fit it. It's Carlos Rossi's sangria. It's uh, it's seriously the size of a human head, and it's half gone. <laughs> it's grape flavored. Ugh. <laughs> it's wonderful. Uh, I highly recommend. It's the only thing I drink. <laughs> we go through beer. wine and grape flavor before the show. <laughs> All right, so I think we did. <laughs> It's fine. So transitioning <laughs> from True Blood and drinking it red wine, I want to talk about Mike and Mike and their their morning show and their podcast that I listen to. Um, this this podcast I listen to is about three weeks old, and they were discussing uh, a cyclist that cycles with Lance Armstrong. Um, Unicycle, bicycle. I hope you know who Lance Armstrong is. He's pretty much the most manly man. On I the know planet. what Lance Armstrong rides, but you were He'll talking about one, him. Yeah. You said That's a cyclist, one ball, professional cyclist. So he can ride any number of cycles. No, Sam, half a man. What's a professional One cyclist, ball. Sam? Do they you ride see professional cycling everywhere. Do you see? Tricycles? I don't seek it out. Therefore, I might be there, and I just uh. completely, completely <laughs> oblivious to the unicycling. Just because world. they're the only ones that do it doesn't make them the professionals. <laughs> Well, okay, no whatever. I'm ignorant to the so, cyclist world in general. On Mike and Mike go. in the morning, they were talking about a dude that does professional cycling with Lance Armstrong, and he was saying that he is going to rat out Lance Armstrong because of the suspicion of him using performance-enhancing drugs, HDH, something like that. Like he he had seen him do it, or had you know good suspicion to think that he had done it. And so they, you know, after the story broke and everything, they were talking about, oh, what's the difference between a rat and a whistleblower? You know, a whistleblower is somebody, you know, that works for a big company and they want to, they just can't stand what somebody's doing, so they they give up their career and their future to, are you guys listening at all? So what do you think? (laughs) Uh, cycling's awesome. (laughs) 
rats and Lance Armstrong blows. shows those fools what's up every year over there in no, France. Like, do you think that there's a difference between like a rat and a whistleblower? For sure. Well, tell me. Uh, a whistleblower is someone who is probably like unsure going into whatever the uh, conspiracy or questionable uh, acts at hand and and therefore pulls the plug on it uh you know halfway through while someone who is a rat will from the beginning know they're going to like go rat this shit out and not let it go down. You think, I think go ahead. I think a rat does it for the fame and a whistleblower does it for their morals. Like they're like I was completely wrong, wasn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have been completely so, wrong. <laughs> Basically, I think <laughs> I think a rat does it to get known right. where a whistleblower is just like no, this isn't going to happen. Yeah. Not on my watch, bitches. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They just can't stand it morally, so they jeopardize themselves to get it done, as opposed to the rat who just wants to get it done because he thinks he's important or he thinks blowing the story is important. Or blowing something. So that's the podcast I listen to this week. It's Mike and Mike in the Morning. It's on ESPN Podcast. You can find it there. I'm glad that you... I thought for sure you were going to mention Monday Night Magic from this week. No, I knew you wanted it. And really? Uh, it was so good. It was. Almost zero magic content. I, I have a theory that they listened to our show and then went into their podcast with our show in the mindset because they, even though we had, they had Conley Woods on the show, fresh out of PT San Juan, almost zero magic content. And the Grand Prix that he also attended. Oh, and yeah, yeah, and a Grand Prix. Yeah, that it was like just hours from finishing and still... Almost zero magic content. Five minutes into this podcast, and all they're talking about is putting shit like various substances to put on their testicles. No, it was baby powder. Well, no, well, and they, they they talked about other things and deodorant and whatnot. Vicks vapor rub. Uh, that was not brought up, but I mean, it was probably in the back of their mind. Stay minds. away from the icy <laughs> yeah. hot. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, Jack tested the uh, deodorant theory, by the way, and he, like said a it, he said it was a horrible idea. Oh, I can tell you. He personally. said bad idea seventeen times in a row, actually. Bad idea, bad idea, bad idea, <laughs> bad idea. <laughs> and then and then finished with, damn, now I need to buy a new stick. <laughs> uh, it was great. They they talked about several websites, uh, Amazon, and some of the comments on some of the products on oh there, God. and some of the reviews. Uh, were mentioned one in particular <laughs> that uh, Tom read live for the first time ever, and, and it was entertainment a plus plus t shirt with moon and three wolves. The wolf t shirt, the Napoleon Dynamite t shirt, as Tom like uh, visually described it to give you got everyone a good idea. Uh, listen to Monday Night Magic, not from this week or last week or the week before, but. That one, yeah, there it is. Revenge crabs and baby powder bang. and revenge crabs. Yes, they talk about a website uh, about where you can order crabs uh, to give people as a revenge, since crabs isn't like a life-threatening disease or anything, it's and really it's very, very much curable. And it's yeah, it's just a major inconvenience. There's a website that where you can actually purchase <coughs> crabs to give to people. That's as messed revenge. up. Well, yeah. no, what's messed up is the website offers different packages of crabs. You can get the the premier package, the gold package, and like the platinum package of revenge crabs. Wow. Yeah, it's like thirty dollars, fifty dollars, like three hundred dollars is yeah. what it is. Jesus. You gotta wonder what's in the three hundred dollars. I package. know that's a lot of crabs. <laughs> it's just a really severe. <laughs> really good crabs. <laughs> and they they send you like the uh, the uh, antidote or whatever. The antidote. The, 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 like, yeah, because I, no other the, word came to mind. So the shampoo. No, what's funny is, yeah, they're saying the you know the website says the best way to spread crabs is actually through intercourse. So you infect yourself, go have intercourse, and you have you know the automatic killer. Huh? Yeah, that's 
and then they, yeah. or either that or you're most likely to catch them yourself while trying to apply them to others. Um, so on a Monday Night Magic, once again, really good, and this time actually very epic. epic. It was an epic episode. It's definitely in the top five best five best ones I've listened to ever. Revenge crabs and baby powder. Jerry Hall, baby what's powder. the best podcast you listen to? I was just uh, listening to the radio actually. Cool. And uh, Jimmy Dean's dead. The sausage guy. <sighs> what? Who's the sausage Jimmy guy? Dean? He's got his he's whole a... Jimmy Dean sausage. Is he a, a NASCAR driver? No, he, he makes sausage corn. and sausage-like products. Yeah, and he's dead now. Like you can it. find him on Red. Does he live here well. in town? <laughs> no, he's just—he's famous. He's got a huge line of Jimmy Dean sausage. You go to Walmart. You're looking <laughs> to buy sausage. There's and some brands go, offered. One of them is Jimmy, Jimmy Dean. Dean. Okay, so it's a brand, and there's yeah. an actual dude named. I buy their as the Jimmy Dean, and he like corn dog music things with sausage pancakes. And he uh, so he's got a huge sausage and he sings music and what else he makes so- he makes he plays the banjo products at Walmart yeah right and dead now and he's dead so that was your best podcast well yeah, <laughs> yeah okay, tie like, it in tie it in I don't like sausage so well, I'm so it, confused Jimmy Dean had, he's, he heard it on the radio the question posed the best to you. thing he heard on the radio so Jimmy Dean week. is a big wiener and he sings no, banjo Jimmy music Dean, right and has he's uh, a well, the how do you the know brand, him? He's, his brand of sausage, like his sausage products, breakfast. This so sausage has a fan of the sausage-like products. <laughs> this is so fun for me. I don't know about you guys, but watching you try to explain the sausage maker Jimmy Dean to me is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not talking about his genitalia. I'm talking about. No, no, I completely know who Jimmy Dean is. I just wanted to see how far you go with it. Right. And <laughs> so you knew Jimmy Dean? Did you go to his funeral? Absolutely, jerked the guy off once or twice. With his huge sausage. And his guest there never hurt anybody. Nope. In his casket. Up in his casket. Um, so, Clarence, what what podcast are you going to be bringing up today? Uh, the professors. Uh, okay. There you go, folks. Right. They're a video podcast. I listened to they. and watched their video cast. You want to drink uh, Why vampires suck? And go check it out. It's only six minutes long. You've got the time. He actually, Anthony Primario actually put together a Grixis deck that was not too bad. And his testing, like, that he that he showed through and through, it's good shit, isn't it? That he showed, like, in, in this particular podcast, like, showed that this deck isn't so bad. And in the podcast prior to that, he broke down the deck and why he built it. it it's really a budget Grixis build that, that is a, I would say, near tier one material. And, and so he goes to play it at national, national qualifiers? I believe, yeah, it was Nat Hughes that he was, and, uh, where he, he tested it, and... And in round one, he draws vampires as his matchup, and that's his real, like, auto-loss, like... It he, was the only deck, really, out of all of them. And and yeah. it was, the, it was yeah, it was his only, really, just sh- shitty matchup. So, then, he loses, he goes at one, and then, uh, goes to round two, at a one, and plays against... Vampires, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that sucks. Lo- loses that matchup as well. Going O two, and at O two, in round three, he uh, plays against vampires. <laughs> oh wow! And so he decides that this isn't the tournament for him, and he's done. <laughs> yeah, that would. Uh... We've all been there. We've <laughs> all played against vampires three 
rounds in a row. <laughs> right. And who expects the vampires? I would hate to play. I, I, I don't remember what state is he from. I do not remember, but I would have hate to play in the, those Nat Qs where vampires were really rampant. Yeah. Who's some, expecting that? At our local F and M, we begin some pretty uh, good turnips, and we got about, I'd say, six new players that are probably less than three months of playing, and so a lot of them are playing vampires. So. I know the experience of bringing a great fucking deck to, you know, whatever tournament, (laughs) and then you sit down across from vampires, and you're like, fucking vampires, you know, you can't beat vampires, you can beat everything else but vampires, so you lose. Yeah. It's it's a decent deck, I mean, I guess. Uh, If you're ready for it, then it really does stand a chance. That's the problem with it. It's mono. See, I'm playing Super Friends right now, and it's not a good matchup. At least you're not playing mono black gay. Super Friends, you know, I guess they named it after That was Jerry Hall's deck book. If anyone remembers from prior podcasts Mono Black Gay for Nat Q's Yeah, or Mono Black For the lose Mono Black Shay, you might have also heard <laughs> it by as It rhymes Okay, so I wanted to ask you guys, what is the Best movie, or at least your favorite Movie that was adapted from a comic book Or a graphic novel and this is a great subject. Was by it the way. like it's my it favorite really one? Chose, by I wanted the way. to like split it up. I had no idea what to do after I started looking. I wrote down like eight things. What do you guys? Yeah. I have two. Did you fuck you up? Too I have hard. a tie. I have the There's tie too. So many, but right. they're from different universes. So. Well, I'm gonna go first, and I know I'm gonna get some fucking hate mail. Well, at least it'd be nice to get some fucking hate mail, or, or any mail <laughs> for that matter. We we welcome the hate mail. <laughs> Seriously, the what's, goat what's, pictures and whatnot that you name? guys would usually send Jack. We from right give us something to talk about. Euro boy, no, Jacob from Texas. Yeah, Jacob from Texas is still Here, our best still listener. Still our only emailer. No, he's still our best listener, buddy. And our well, have we had listener. we have we had other emails. I haven't checked. No, okay. we have not. No, okay. So anyway, my favorite comic book adaptation is Constantine. With Keanu Reeves. Wow. wow. See? I knew it. I know. Here. Great movie. But Keanu Reeves is still a cocksmoker. Wait, wait, wait. Let me get my finger out of your Whoa. asshole. <laughs> right. Anyway, I've always been fascinated with the battle between angels and demons, and Constantine brings it to a head. What I really hate saying is that I've never actually read very many Constantine books, maybe two. I just remember, after seeing the movie in the theater the first time, I was so impressed with it, I went on eBay and bought the first appearance of Constantine, which is in Swamp Thing. And I read that, and I, and I tried to find another good story by it, that it was involving Constantine, and couldn't find it. But the movie was awesome. I liked the idea. It of, was good. Like a supernatural exorcist. Like, he had no actual supernatural powers. He just knew the supernatural well enough to manipulate and, and fight it. And mm-hmm. I don't know, great scene. My favorite scene, I'm going to have to say, is him and Chaz are going to fight a whole bunch of demons and try to rescue their friend, <clears throat> Isabel. You're talking about the commando montage? <laughs> no, no. Well, yeah, they get, they they get all strapped montage. to the nines, but then they uh, they go and they realize you know they're still outmatched. So Chaz goes up into the attic and breaks into the sprinkler system, and he, he gets a purified cross and drops it into the sprinkler water. And then <laughs> Constantine walks into the room with, like, 30 demons and does nothing. He just stands there, and he lights a cigarette, and he raises the lighter up to the sprinkler system, and it starts sprinkling. Um, holy water all over these demons and just like burning them like acid. It's pretty badass. Yeah, it's pretty uh, little trick, nice trick he did there. Yeah, absolutely. The holy water sprinkler it, system. 
Yeah. Holy water right. sprinkler. So yeah, Constantine's my favorite adaptation. <laughs> Same effects of sticking that to the microwave to make it That's what I did after I watched Constantine. That's what I do Such after a guy who watches True Blood. <laughs> Wait till we get to my movie. Oh god, that's that's oh, why Lord. he has a vagina. He melted his balls. Was there ever a little My Little Pony comic book? And <laughs> you didn't know. <laughs> okay, the best one. That, like after giving it lots of thought and looking through a whole bunch, uh, the best one that I could really come up with is one we've talked about recently was Kick Ass. It was such a great movie. Um, it, it, the best adapt. I don't know about adaptation because I haven't actually read the comic books. But as far as just a killer movie that was based on no, the I didn't want the book, best adaptation. It's one of the best comic book absolutely or I know movie that was adapted from. That's why I'm feel free. All right, mentioning it. But I did want to mention it's on a movie. But there was an adapt- adaptation to the Birds of Prey comic book series uh, yeah. that was on the WB. That was it was almost good. It was so almost good. If they would have had Joss Whedon directing it, it would have been fucking gold. Yeah, I watched every episode. Me too. I've to watched every episode, and it was just it was almost just almost there. there, right? It was just like next episode. I'm sure they're going to they fucking talk, just but get whoever, in there. But whoever they played Huntress, oh wow, you are amazing, and I would do bad things to your body. <laughs> It's raining here, but like what? <laughs> that is fun. Um, rip her fingernails off and chew on them. All right, so Yummy. Jerry Hall, what's yours? That's sick. Dude. Well, uh, I had one more I wanted to mention. No, okay, go ahead. Because this was animated. Because there's been a lot of animated You're adaptations to cartoon. <laughs> well, then what if it wasn't a movie? It is, so it therefore didn't qualify. And this one uh, was a so uh, like I was it? saying. There's a, there's a, there's lots of animated adaptations and, to comic books and, and such. Is? The the Planet Hulk animated movie was like far, by far the best animated superhero movie ever. It and was if you so have amazing. Read, I disagree. If, New Frontiers was great. New Plan- Frontiers was great, and it did win awards. <laughs> read Planet Hulk. And then watch the adaptation because Planet Hulk is amazing. Uh, just get over the fact that Beta Ray Bill was there instead of Silver Surfer, and it's fine. Oh, it's my turn now. Yeah. Okay. okay I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, like I said, it was a very difficult one to struggle with, and so like they were all three different categories, really. Holy crap, Jerry! It's I'm my sorry. turn now. <laughs> why? Why an update? Sam I'll, is I'll now three quarters in my mouth, and then I won't talk. Yeah, where's your wine? There you go. Three Thanks quarters of the way through the bottle. Alright, so, anyways um, It's probably I don't know, I was a real big fan of that The Batman movie with Heath Ledger What was that one called? Yeah, it was, oh The first one was The Dark Knight And then the second one was It was totally called The Dark Knight Was it really? Yeah, how do you not know that? Oh, it's Batman and then Batman The Dark Knight That's right No, it's just called The Dark Knight So I'm called Batman The Dark Knight Oh, whatever, anyways Christian Bale is Batman Heath Ledger's the Joker And I was not wanting to watch it Because Heath Ledger is wasn't one of my favorite actors at the time, but I completely switched my opinion of him after this movie because... And then he died! Yeah, and then he died because of the movie. Well, let's look at his bio, like, prior to Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah, I'd have yeah. killed myself before the Dark Knight. I like yeah. the Brothers Grimm. He did a great yeah, job, he, though. I mean, first, really looking at First Knight was amazing. <laughs> right, and then no. I, I watched his last movie that... Uh, Imaginarium he, Dr. Parnassus. Yeah, that's a so really good. good movie, too. Yeah, but he, that was after. Right, that was after. That was but, after the drugs. And then he died halfway through that. And they, I think they did a really good job of explaining like why that's not Heath Ledger acting that part. Yeah, they did a great script change. I so guess. the lesson to be learned is doing drugs makes you a great actor, right? Right. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah. 
Heath Ledger, Livy, or Look not at John Belushi. Example. John Belushi was the best actor ever, right? Yeah, that guy wasn't sober for like maybe five, ten minutes after starting his acting career. John Candy, come on, yeah, eight or nine, right? Look after. at the shirts that guy wore. You knew he was not sober. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. Rock. Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah. Right, but he know, but did drugs, drugs and now he's come on. Yeah, and he's almost a good actor. Right. I think if he so. just if he would have died, died. Right. So he'll good. be yeah, great. That's, that's so true. Good. People would actually enjoy Dead Dreams if he would have died. So, so my favorite movie adapted from a comic book oh. or graphic novel is a tie uh, between 300 yeah. because Frank, awesome. Miller Frank Miller is amazing and Blade. The original? The original. Blade, yeah. Wesley Snipes, he's a I good like guy. Too better. I just, I, I just love vampires I love tonight. Trinity. Oh my god! Oh, that's true. That's another vampire thing. Wow. I when I wrote it down, I was like, Is that why I'm you have the fake fangs in tonight, Clarence? Uh, is that why you're wearing the eye makeup? I just, I, I gotta throw. I can't, I can't help. It's like the, it's like the fucking fifty cent vampire horse in the room. Or is whatever. this not our no. Halloween episode? Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely uh, not October. God damn you. <laughs> so, but no, Blade, really good. Uh, Three hundred, everybody's seen it, but you know how good it is. Yeah, fake painted on abs, dude. Turn beyond. Oh, I know, dude. <laughs> yeah, abs and stuff. Uh huh. <laughs> right I just like that you said yeah after the ab part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> abs, absolutely. Jerry paints a bod his gullet, and we all <laughs> yeah, dude. I've got enjoy it. A huge gut, but if I paint abs on, it looks awesome. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you're you're funny. Absolutely. Vampire guy. <laughs> so, um, you guys, what's the unbelievable lie you told this week? Jerry wants to go last because it's awesome. That's how good Jerry's is. Oh yeah. It's like <laughs> it is. It's like ice scratching. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so I ran into a friend of mine, Gina Richards, uh, when I was grocery shopping the other night, and we hadn't seen her in a while, and since Gina had the baby, we were walking around, and she went and saw the baby, then she came over and spoke with me, and she's like, you know, you know how was it and everything, I'm like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. As a matter of fact, June is wanting to surrogate, and she's been wanting to do it ever since she got pregnant. So she went online to find out, like, where's the best way to get money and doing it, and it's, you know, doing it to, of course... People with richer, I don't know, you know, they're more wealthy. So there's like a list where you get on, and you put in the application. I'm telling her all this shit. And so she's going to try to surrogate for Kevin Nealon <laughs> from Saturday Night Live back in the 90s. And this is what I'm telling her. And I'm like, she's in the top 50 to be able to surrogate for Kevin Nealon. <laughs> and Gina's like, whoa, Kevin Nealon. I'm like, yeah, I know. Pretty fucking impressive, right? June's going to surrogate for Kevin Nealon from Saturday Night Live. Because we want to pomp. Yeah. You up. I just want- That's Kevin Nealon, by the way. Right. <laughs> Hi, from, Kevin Nealon. From, from Saturday Night Live. That, that was his best He's here character. with us right, right now. So that was my lie this week. I like him. He, he's more known for weeds, if, really. Come on. From yeah. Saturday Night Live. Like, classically from Saturday Night Live, but he didn't ever have any big roles. But exactly. Weeds, he's the man. He makes that show good. Kevin Nealon. I Bruce just thought it was Campbell. obscure. He's almost as good as Bruce Campbell. Yeah, almost. Bruce Campbell's awesome. Same so, what was your unbelievable lie this week? Uh, it was really funny. Last night, uh, Josh and uh, Tim from Episode 7 wanted to play Hero Clicks. And uh, so they, 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 like, it was. I don't know, not really last moment kind of deal, but my wife really didn't want me to. She wanted me to spend time with her. But I really wanted to play Hero Clicks. <laughs> right? With so, uh, 
So then Matt Duplissy from episode two also came over and they were ready to play Hero Clicks and I really wanted to play and I was kind of putting it off and she was kind of like, I don't want you to play, I'd rather you stay in here and be with me. So they, Josh and Matt played a game and Tim showed up and then I came out and uh, and they were like, okay, we're going to do this and it sounded like so much fun. So I went inside and I, and I told my wife, I was like, I'm going to go smoke one more cigarette and I'll be right back in. But I didn't. I just stayed here and I played a three-hour game of Hero Clicks. Huh. She never texted you or anything. Yeah, she was pissed. Well, she had to, she had to go to bed. She had to be at work at seven o'clock this morning. <laughs> it was midnight. Why weren't you in bed? I fully expected her to, so I didn't want to tell them no. So I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna lie to her. I'm gonna smoke a cigarette." So she went to bed and she was pissed this morning, but it was over in like ten minutes. <laughs> So it all worked out in the end, but I totally just fucking lied and came out and played a three-hour game of Hero Clicks, and it was awesome. It was so much fun. It was. It was a great game. Matt can't find Odin, man. What? He can't find Odin. It's not here. I tore this place apart today. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I played his Odin piece last night, and I feel horrible. Uh, anyways, that, that was my lie. Uh, Bruce Campbell. I felt bad because it was a lie to my wife, but I apologized and I explained to her it was for the sake of you guys. So email me and tell me what you think about that. Is lying to your wife okay for the sake of an audience? Jerry, what was your lie? My vote is yes. I was going last. Oh, Jerry's going last. Clarence. So I was at work the other day and we were talking about selling balls for money. And I, uh, what kind of balls? Golf balls? No. Testicles. Okay, there we go. Man balls. Balls, balls. And so... I the kind I have in my mouth. I was like, yeah, you can do that. I, and the three guys that were standing there, I was like, I've sold one. That's how I got the house that I stay in. I, <laughs> I sold one of my balls for $25,000. And they were like, you, you only have one nut? And I was like, yeah, it's, it's okay. You know, it works. I had Addison, and I only had one ball. And, and she's know. a beautiful kid, by the way. Oh, she's half yeah. beautiful. She, like, she didn't get the fullness of both balls. It does seem like there's something <laughs> lacking. I'm, jo- I'm joking. No, I love, I love, I love Addison. So now, three of my employees believe that does I she have, have that video I have one of her testicle. dancing. That's funny. No, you're not going to talk about little kid videos though on the podcast. <laughs> I sent it. <laughs> Same. Uh, Jerry Hall, what was your unbelievable lie? All right, blow us away, man. Okay, you ready for this? Oh, fucking Drum it. roll. All right, well, uh, I was told about the unbelievable lie, and, but then I just thought that it was something that you guys did, and so I didn't really think of one, and then oh, I was told... that's not true. I told you text. I know. Today. You knew what or, was up, like earlier. three days ago. Yeah, three days if ago. If you listen to the podcast. But anyways, I couldn't think of a lie, because I, I guess I'm just retarded that way, but um, I just, uh, I told my boss... To tell everyone here, because I knew that it would piss Josh off. Did, have we mentioned I, that Clarence is your boss? Or oh yeah, my boss is Clarence. There? By the way, <laughs> I told him to tell him that I, because uh, it's raining and I have a creek by my house. I told him to tell him I was flooded into my house and I couldn't make it into town because I live outside of town. And then they were going to get a new guest, so he had to end the lie. So Matt, we almost called you. Yep. Almost you, probably Matt Sorry, Matt. It was almost your re- your return appearance because I know you were sitting on the edge of your seat with your fingers crossed and your wiener in someone's butthole waiting for us to call, hoping. We know you do that every Monday at about 10.15. <laughs> please, please let the phone ring like his mom calls. Matt, how you... Mom, the guy can't talk right now! Why are you calling? Hangs up the phone. Yeah, and, then it, and then she calls me. When 10.31 clicks, the guy cries and he plays Russian roulette by himself. 
It's sad. That's not safe. But he's won every time. <laughs> so far, so good. Matt, you have to put one bullet in the gun. <laughs> Don't tell him that, because he uses, like, not a real gun. He uses one with a clip, and it doesn't work that way. He doesn't understand. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. Stop using blank, you fucking pussy. That'll still... If I knew more about guns, that could have been a more entertaining one. That's funny that the guy with only one ball said, Stop using blanks, you fucking pussy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, that's crazy. How cute would you think Addison would be if she did get both balls? You know? Yeah. No, it was, it was a lie. She dude. might have had hair by what? now. I still have both. <laughs> I, uh, but I if anybody out there's buying, I will sell you a ball for $25,000. I'm going to have to say that your life for next week is probably this right here because all the chick shit you're watching means you only have one ball. I would not be surprised if there was none present. And it's the microwaved one that you microwaved after you watch Constantine. Just so you can get medical marijuana. Oh, South Park reference. Balls. Anyone get it? Email me. <laughs> <laughs> Sam is drunk, by the way. Oh, uh, slightly. Maybe. It's fine. Hey, Angria update. There is. There's a, there's a cup or two left. If I were drinking out of a cup. All right. So I bought let, this for. Let's tonight. go ahead and take a break, guys. <laughs> As I way, stick my wiener in this jug, Josh also likes the wine. It's funny because, like the the first podcast we mentioned that on, we took like a five second quasi break. We had to pause it for so you could piss. Yep, it was great. But you guys had no idea because I was able to like pause it and not put intro music and shit <laughs> and announce that we're taking a break. <laughs> what would you guys do for a thousand dollars this week? Take breaks on our podcast? No, I wouldn't even. Do oh that. yeah, yeah. You're Much going. More money. You're going first, but uh, the rule of the thousand dollar is Jerry, Jerry Hall gets to go first. Jerry Hall gets to go first. For what would you do this week for a thousand dollars, Jerry Hall? I'd probably just drive my car off the highway and wreck it completely because I didn't buy it for eight thousand dollars. Does it have a five star safety reward system? It does not. Would you be in it? I'd probably be in it too. Okay, because well, if you're losing something less than a thousand dollars, four thousand dollars. It's right, not, it's not very good. Yeah, do you have full coverage insurance? No, I, I if you're going to so. put yourself into a car accident, now we're talking. Um, well, yeah, that probably make more sense. Hit them and hope they have insurance. That way, I get a bunch of money. Hit yeah, some dick water that has no children in the car what just you, for fun. I'm down. What yeah. you could do is get a group of your friends to ride with you and tell right. them you're just going for a drive. <laughs> yeah, and then next time you're on the podcast, you'd have an unbelievable lie. Right. Oh, oh, or do, or yeah. totally pull some Fight Club shit, like get a bunch just, of people in the back seat <laughs> and like totally get on the highway <laughs> going like six miles an hour. Fucking flip the lights off and let go of the wheel and be like, "So, anyone want to blow me?" <laughs> and until someone gets on your dick, just you don't grab a hold of that wheel. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea how we're inserting the thousand dollar thing into yeah, this, but start doesn't that sound like, like fun? I'm Henry the Eighth. I am Henry the Eighth. I am. I am. While they suck your dick, right. <laughs> I'm Jack Sucked Cock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get to do at least one verse of Jimmy Crack Corn before you before I finish it. I'm Jack's cum in your eyebrow. <laughs> That's all, I don't know. I don't think my friends would give me a blowjob for their lives, actually. You need better friends. <laughs> yeah. That's true, dude. Yeah, you, People that have more worthwhile lives. If I'm knocking on my I door tomorrow night, I'm going to know what's going so. on. I think, I think Nate Spoons would probably be the only one to do that. But yeah, but, you wouldn't yeah, but he'd do it for free. free. The lights would yeah. be on and you were just like pulling out of the driveway. <laughs> He's like, going to McDonald's? Oh, I'm going yeah. I yeah, get right. hash brown. <laughs> uh, what's up, Nate? <laughs> yeah. Only if he listened. You know he does. No, he does. No, he Nate listens. listens. He listens. Religion. No way. <laughs> fucking up, love Nate? you, Nate. I do love Nate. I Nate, spent a whole evening in the fucking us? dry. 
what is the parking lot of a hotel before Nat Regionals? Nate, you're a liar. Nate's computers. I went that was bed. me and your wife down there. I had a big, important tournament to play, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Just I because didn't. you and my wife played also, doesn't it? You remember when Nate dry humped that one little kid? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I don't remember. Like it was. Where, where were we? It was 07. I remember when Nate... Uh, Again, where were we? <laughs> Dallas. I remember when Nate tried the to dry hump Blake, Blake Dawes. Yeah, and, that was uh, hilarious. Blake guillotined him. And <laughs> that's actually not the yeah. first time that's happened. Nate got drunk and took his clothes off, and then someone told him to start humping Blake, and Blake punched him in the face. Josh. All right, so for $1,000 this week, I would give Little Richard a massage and a happy, happy ending. And I make him want to sing Tutti Frutti. Where the hell is Rich, Little Richard, by the way? Have you guys heard or seen him? I think he's, he grew up. Either that or he's probably in some sort dick. of like rich person hospital with like living on machines and stuff what because he's he really so old is? and in bad health. Co-starring on Red Tube with like, Hugo mean, he's, He can't be fucking human. Is he a robot? That's a nice theory. No, he's oh, definitely that's... like from an alternate dimension what humans would be. Oh, gays. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> gays. I fucking love gays. Alternate yeah, humans. I, I do. Gays. I'm so jealous of gay people. So They can get away with a lot more than we can. It's true. You can no touch... offense to anybody in the gay community. Uh, what, what is their offense, man? I'm fucking jealous of them. I really want to be gay. I do. I wish I could be gay. It'd be so much easier. But a Jewish gay person? I Seriously? Just, They're I, out there. That'd I've met a few. So Find your community, Josh. Find them. I like boobs way too much. I just need to meet yeah. a nice shemale. And or, then fall in love. Or Bob from Fight Club. Bob from Fight Club. Yeah, yeah bitch yeah, tits. Yeah, he did. Candace bought a Batman shirt tonight, guys. Did she bitch tits? Like, oh. where is this coming from? Oh, nothing. She just sent me a picture of her wearing it. Okay. What would you do for $1,000? Oh, so much, sir. So much. I believe we've covered most of it. Okay, not most of it. There's so much more. Uh, oh, that's right. This one is so good. Uh, <laughs> thank God, I was so worried. Awesome. In twenty in twenty minutes, we'll hear about it. Right. So this one time when I was uh, going to get a grape slushy from uh, this this sitco that was in uh, Arlen, that uh, do you remember that one time we went to Arlen and they had the bridge? Ireland. That they painted green. <laughs> Where's Ireland? Is it overseas? Like. I was just trying to make sure that... Anyways, what I would do this week for $1,000... Who's this guy named Zitko? <laughs> I would enter an ultimate fighting championship or trial run or something in my current condition with zero training. <laughs> I would just enter and go in the ring with somebody to try to make dude? it big time. What's your little lucky star name? Uh, my name would be Hugo. <laughs> no, I would... Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. I didn't, I didn't think of that. I just thought that would be pretty great. Yeah. I would call myself Carla Rosie. I would I would call myself uh, the the luchador mambo. <laughs> wow, which is actually Spanish for I come in my throat. And I would wear a luchador Spanish wrestling match mask, but over my genitalia only. <laughs> what if you had to fight the guy that gave you your foreskin at Walmart? Oh God. Then I would probably have a chance. Oh. <laughs> That's all I got. What if in, a, in a deadly twist, you had to fight your own son you hadn't seen for thirty years, Sam? Or your own Did he have a lightsaber? Game. I don't know. Uh, Lightsabers aren't allowed in UFC. 
It's ultimate fighting. Oh, this is, a good, this is a good point. <laughs> uh, then I would probably go pay per view. That's I don't know. Right. I don't know. But what would epic. you do personally? I, there would probably be some tears, some blood, yeah. some sweat. But in the end, Sam will whoop that little fucker. And then the ass. match would start, and <laughs> I would probably kick his ass because I'm only thirty man? years old. So the, let's see, he would only be like eleven years old max or so. No, and I was son. a late bloomer. I was like seventeen, eighteen before I could produce sperm that would produce a son. Therefore, he would only be eleven, twelve years old, and I would just kick his ass. No, all I said over he'd the be ring. thirty years old. So he's 30 years So old. he came from some sort of like... Alternate dimension future. He's <laughs> gay? So you didn't mention there was like some sort of subsonic universe. In this case, I would use my heat vision and melt him. <laughs> <laughs> That's some ultimate fighting, bitches. I, and, and some jujitsu. And what's your like signature move as an ultimate fighter? Oh, this is great. I would call it the, the uh, teabag explosion. It's where I stick my balls in your mouth and ignite it with C4. And your sons would be, I can only do it once. <laughs> your alternate universe sons, his like would be similar, but his would be called the Boston Teabag Party. Oh, <laughs> why would you have to oh, go there, dude? Why make fun of the Native Americans? I don't remember. Wait. I don't. Oh, Native Americans are the Indians. There you go. <laughs> Very sensitive topic for them, dude. They love their tea. <coughs> oh, that's Brits. Never mind. Completely yeah. wrong there. Fuck you, Native Americans. I'm sorry. Yeah. Jerry, what would you... Oh, no, you we did yours. Clarence, what would you do for $1,000 this week? For $1,000 this week... First, uh. got to explain something. Okay. I don't watch The Hills. Slight <laughs> 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 disclaimer. Disclaimer. All right. Uh, so you've seen The Family Guy in reference to The Hills, therefore that's the knowledge you have on the subject. Like, so for $1,000... Uh, I will say, and this is unbelievable live for the week, too, by the for way. For $1,000, <laughs> I would be put into a room with... Carrot Top from those fucking ATC yeah, commercials. Comedy, yes. Richard Simmons, Heidi and Spencer from the Hills, and Rosie O'Donnell for twelve. Oh hours. God! God. I My stomach hurts thinking about Heidi that scenario. Spencer. I was all right until I said Rosie O'Donnell. But I know that. Or actually, I know them from. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here, Lord. They're hey, on that show with. That's the hole you're digging, buddy. Is it a big shovel you're using? Because it sure seems like it is. Is it true on the Hills they use clips from the A-Team? No. Dude, no. I don't on. watch The Hills. Heidi and Spencer, you dropped it. Yeah. Uh, you you knew their names. the internet. And then you said that you watch I'm a... So you Googled Heidi and it? Spencer? I'm a cele- celebrity. I'm a celebrity. Get me out yeah, of here. Yeah, see? You just... Yeah, you told John me. Sally was on there. You're, John you're Sally's amazing. My, my boss is from an alternate universe. The gay universe? The gay universe. And he brought my son back to fight me in some sort of weird <laughs> fucking <laughs> ultimate fighting championship that I entered to make a thousand dollars, but and then suddenly Sam there's my own, son! Sam killed his own son from an ultra dimension with heat vision. Dude, and he I used a, my huge bottle of sangria to finish the job. He had a lightsaber, though. And after he was all done, he put on a tap-out shirt, because that's what dickheads do. <laughs> I cut his hand off, and he says, No! It's not true! It's impossible! <laughs> And he winds like a little bitch and hangs upside down. <laughs> and he dropped down into this tube where he, like, for some reason, going like 300 miles an hour, didn't make contact with the surface at all, but got sucked straight in. It was amazing. And then... That's the force, bitch. <laughs> made out with his sister. I, you know, George Lucas did have an out with that. You wouldn't like, make out with every sister? turn. Probably not. Do you have a sister? I do have a sister. <laughs> Is she hot? No. <laughs> She had cancer, and then Clancy. But I hugged her, so she's cured. Yeah, apparently Clancy's 
Oh, that's good. good I wait, wait. There's got to be more of this story. <laughs> All right. Do you so, tell it or should I? A lot of times, a lot of times at work, I say my hugs cure cancer. Jerry Hall comes in one day and he's like, "Dude, is there any way I can get off early? Because we just found out that my sister has cancer." Well, what kind of cancer? Yeah, well, it's, it this was, is well at the time we didn't know. I mean, if it's it was not too lung cancer, like, lung and cancer, we didn't okay. we didn't know what kind of lung cancer. So. Was she a smoker? Who did she have sex with? Right. That had cancer. Okay. Uh, that's a good question, man. I okay. have no idea. <laughs> so about five minutes later, I walk into the back and I'm like. I'm getting whooped in the kitchen, and then Claren- and then we get done, and I was pissed off, and then Clarence asks me to give him a hug and says it's okay that his his hugs cure cancer, and then immediately grabs his mouth. Like, oh shit! You just <laughs> told me your sister has cancer. I'm an asshole. Maybe she shouldn't sleep around with such douchebags. <laughs> but uh, cancer. I don't know if that's as bad. We're as the condoms, kids. Cancer's horrible. <laughs> so in another asshole moment at work. I have uh, a. I had an employee named Brad Miller. Wait, 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 wait! Should we just have a returning segment to the show? Maybe not weekly segment, but a returning segment to the show. Weekly asshole moments. Shut the fuck up! I gotta say something. Okay, so Brad Miller was was an awesome kid. He worked for me. Committed suicide. Rest in peace, Brad. Uh, I hired his sister, like. And then she offered herself to it totally. They linked to the Sonic and then yourself. You're responsible for wait, two wait. teenagers' murder? <laughs> Slash anyway, suicide? Turns out Brad wasn't really dead. He was his sister and you had sex with Brad. <laughs> no. So you I did was, it, dude! <laughs> so, so I was oh. talking to Hartman. Fucking queer. And, and Hartman was talking about smoking K2 because it's legal, so it's not really a drug, and he just got back from rehab. And oh I was like, God, no, dude, because then you'll. Cause then you'll you know get back in the weed and then get back into whatever else you were on and, and then you'll just all of a sudden commit suicide. She's standing like right, not even two feet from me. No, didn't you say that he would shoot himself and die? Or yeah, I said yeah, you, you'll is, shoot yourself. And was that Brad's method that's of how, choice? Yeah, that's and how she was like, it. yeah, with a shotgun, and I was like, oh, because Kirk Cobain did it. You should have yeah. just went with that. Yeah, no, it was it was a bad situation. I guess I don't know. I'm just. Uh, yeah. I would say that's a pretty bad situation. Because I mean, it turned out that my sister's cancer was Hodgkin's, which is like the most curable one. So it was like not that bad. So my hug really worked. Yeah. And well, yeah, I guess. But no, I did. so but email us if you no have cancer cure, and you want a hug no, from Clarence. There's no cure for you know blowing your brains out with. A th- there's not a cure. Yeah, there is a time machine. In your faces. Right, from the parallel gay like, you go universe. get it from the gay universe. <laughs> right, you'll get the gay version of Brad. Who won't blow his brains out? Is that a Family Guy reference from when they jumped universes? I don't remember the gay universe. Yeah, it's really awesome. No, but that episode was so... That episode was sweet. so good. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. If I offended the, anybody just then, I'm sorry. The season uh, premiere from the most recent episode of Family... Most recent season of Family Guy, where they Stewie has the... They jump dimensions, they end up in the Disney universe, and then you jump out, and they're like, Oh, Jews! <laughs> Do you remember that? But they called you Mort? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> There's nothing. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> Top five, Sam. This time, it was Oh, we go. Moving to magic. Yay. Going to magic now. Thanks for listening, everyone that doesn't play magic. We like your balls and your cancer. In your emails. And your suicide attempts. 
if you want your kits are cured or interesting ways to commit suicide. <clears throat> or if you're looking to buy a ball. <laughs> Seriously, $25,000, you can have okay. This week, our top five uh, magic list. Is top five gay. Magic. Wait, top wait, five before magic. Before we get magic. into it, real quick, Clarence, what happened on Desperate Housewives this week? <laughs> <laughs> no idea. What about sex top five magic list, Sam. Go ahead. Did you really think Sex in the City 2, where they rode the camels, was as completely horrible as everyone says it was? No, it was so horrible. <laughs> you watched Sex in the City? Yes. Oh. <laughs> okay. The joke tried themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Email your Sex of the City jokes to Clarence at Raiders uh, to Paris Foxy. <laughs> I like it in my butt everyday.com. <laughs> there you go. Okay, this week I got to choose the top five list. And for strictly entertainment purposes, I said, guys, I want you to find magic cards with amusing titles or ways to you could twist this title to amuse me. I want you guys to take magic card names and amuse me with them. Was it basically is the what I wanted. gayest top five ever. I, I Finally, Clarence doesn't enjoy one because I did not enjoy his, so that's fine. But I found it. I thought it would be quite entertaining. So, in the spirit of this, I'm, I want to go last. Uh, I want to see if you guys, any of you guys, name the ones on my list. Sure. Okay. Well, I, I would like to start with our noob Jerry Hall. He was actually the first one I told about the list, so therefore he had the most time to prepare. Right, but I thought the list was uh, top five weirdest card names. No, I said cards that amuse me. It was the way I described it to you, sir. I just still... I oh. got funny names, but they're not twisted to I sexual get... innuendo or anything like well, that. Well, no, no. I, they don't have to be sexual innuendo, although that would be appreciated. I know Clarence probably has at least one for me. <laughs> uh, so I've got, I've got goofy names. Goofy names, but amuse me, sir. Okay, well, there's a card called Tuckatung Phallid. And I don't know what a tuck a tongue is, so I was really curious. And tuck a tug, tongue, tuck a tongue, like your tongue. Tuck a tongue. I like it. No, what? Uh, what's? Where is he from? Where would we find this guy? He's a common in conflicts, and he costs one green. Wow, it's a, it's a dude. Tuck a tug. It's a little sapling plant thing that, when he dies, puts another plant into play. Okay. So there's a one one for one that brings another one one for zero into play when he dies. Very playable. All right, next one. Uh, next one. Was, I like it. Tug a tongue. Was uh, Squee Goblin Nabob? <laughs> Naboob. This one has classically made me laugh since Markanian's mask. I just really. Uh, first time I saw Squee was on the card called Squee's Toy because I didn't really play Magic much, and I thought it was really cool because it was Squee's Toy. I know there's a, like this uh, growing. Uh, uh, what do I want to say? This growing thing where people like to alter the art of cards. I see people, more people talking about it and everything, so there's this growing... What? There's a word that is just not coming to me because of the sagria. People enjoy altering the art of cards, so I want someone to take Squeeze Toy and fashioned dildo into it, and then email us this picture. Because <laughs> I want to see Squeeze Toy, and I want to see a giant black strap on, and yeah. it'd be hilarious. That would be pretty funny. Moving on, Jerry. Uh, next one was Kiki Jiki Mirror Breaker. Because I don't understand how something good be, could come out of uh, breaking mirrors. Yeah, this is true. But uh, Clarence is a big fan of Kiki Jiki. Oh, he's a great card. Don't get me wrong. It's just... That's a really dumb name. It is. He's my next EDH general. Ki oh, Kiki don't Jiki, go there. The mirror breaker. So, yeah. Um, he just breaks mirrors, I guess. 
you want the next one? Are you trying to say he's unlucky? I well, that's what I thought, but then okay, the, the going card on. doesn't. Two next red, card, two colorless. Yeah, two, two red, two colorless. No, three red, three red two, two colorless. Sorry. Out of champions of Kamigawa, I think. Right. Yeah. What are the few good things that come out of that set? Yeah, and then the next one is uh, Tuck Tuck the Explorer, because it reminded me of a goblin version of Dora the Explorer. Right. Yeah, that that that's actually like the magic community. The code name for him is Dora. Uh, but the best thing about it is, uh, no. what do you know? <laughs> no, was it? Doran was Dora. Tuck uh, Tuck the Explorer was not. I've, I've heard several people refer to him as Dora. That's weird. I don't even know what the card does. When he dies, he puts He's a five two colors five. and a red for a 1 1 haste. Uh, when, when, when he goes to the graveyard from the battlefield, you get a 5 5 token, yeah. legendary token called Tuck Tuck the Returned. That's yeah. that's actually the best part of him is Tuck Tuck the Return. He's like, hey, I'm back. Yeah, and he's uh, so that's he's actually made kind of, of entertaining. I, I really like the flavor behind him. He's fun. It's awesome because I want a token that says, "Hey, I'm back." I found a. Token. There you go. Another way you can alter the art for me. <laughs> Let's found, see it, fans. I found Use the, that Photoshop. Oh, I found the token at the NQs that we went to and stole it. It was it was cool. You stole it? Yeah, dude. No one likes it when you steal. No, stuff it was from the, the draft. And what's your fifth one? Oh, okay. You know, like, okay. we drafted with the You tokens. drafted it. Yeah, and my fifth, fifth one? one? Okay. This you one's really cool. Uh, I decided to go with one from Unhinged, because the name was just awesome, and it's uh, called Our Market Research Shows That Players Like Really Long Card Names, so we made this card to have the long, absolute longest card name ever, Elemental. <laughs> and if that doesn't amuse you? He has Art Rampage, by the way. If he's blocked by two more creatures with the same artist, he gets plus two, plus two. That's fucking sweet. Yeah. That's useful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Especially if it's RK Post. Thank you, Wizards R&D. <laughs> For being amusing, as always. Clarence, you want to go next or shall I? Was that your list? That was my list. That I thought I saw Siege King Commander on your list. No. I was getting excited. No? Alright, so my number five is Baton of Morale. Baton of Morale is a two-colorless artifact and you pay two, and target creature gains banding until the end of turn. Cla- uh, rod of morale, baton. Baton. It's even more gayer because it's a baton. Where do you use can you the baton? beat? Well, like at the, twirling it. Did you just say parade. more gayer? More gayer from that universe. That universe when you say the baton, baton. The Neil Patrick Harris universe. Ah. Uh, you say baton, I think it relay races. But, like, I you can still I, beat someone with a baton. It's like... You can beat somebody with anything. The idea yeah. of beating someone with a baton of morale is... Yeah, that's very entertaining. I, I think it. we all kind of need to be beaten with batons of morale, actually. <laughs> right. Yes. There's uh, probably people who have tested out our podcast that wish they had a baton of morale they could beat us with. <laughs> I hope. Chance Encounter. Email us. Chance Encounter. Two colorless, two red, it's a sorcery. Whenever you win a coin flip, put a luck counter on Chance Encounter. At the beginning of your upkeep, if Chance Encounter has ten or more luck counters on it, you win the game. I like huh. it. Chance Encounter, just the, the flavor behind it. It's just like, yeah. No, it's it's a horrible, horrible card. It is horrible. No, 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 no. I did not at all say that was a good card, do, sir. You do get to win the game, though, if you flip a coin correctly ten times. Alternate win conditions ten? are... I thought you said two. Ten. Very Johnny. Yeah, very Johnny. Yeah, and a lot it costs of four to play, so I mean, you're not doing this until... This is 14. an EDH card. <laughs> yeah. People out there... Our Let's listeners see. that play Magic and you play EDH, put this card in your deck. <laughs> just Let's do it. Just one. Uh, my number Let's three is a, is a classic. It's Throne of Bone. <laughs> I, I really thought this would be number one on Clarence's list. Clarence, is this number one on your list? No. Clarence, Throne is this included on your list? Nope. 
There was there was at least two years that Clarence had thrown a bone as his fucking <laughs> wallpaper on his computer <laughs> from seventh edition. I remember this well, before I, just, I let your house on fire, Clarence. I wrote I it down on my that. list. I wrote it down on my list because I want to make sure I got mentioned in case you two didn't. I don't know if you did or not. Throwing a bone is a one casting cost artifact. Whenever a player casts a black spell, you may pay one. If you do, you gain one life. <laughs> throwing a bone. I hope I don't have to explain it any further. It, okay, imagine that episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force where the uh, aliens were trying to steal people's wieners to make a spaceship. Yeah. But instead of a spaceship, it was a throne. Of wieners. And um, who? My number two. I guess that would be like a chair for Neil Patrick Harris. Absolutely. That would just be like Wednesday for <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> number two is Dumbass from Unhinged. It's two and a red for three and a half. Two, three and a half power, and two defense. My card text is at the beginning of your upkeep, flip a coin. If you lose the flip, target opponent chooses whether dumbass attacks his turn. I love it. I, the know, great thing about this is I'm not too familiar with the unhinged set. Like, really. Like, outside of the lands, don't know much about it. Well, then you're going to so love awesome. my number one. My number one is called Asquatch. Asquatch. <laughs> I just think of Ashley again. Giant Wednesday Sasquatch. for Neil Patrick Harris. Asquatch is four and a red for three and a half, three and a half, and each other donkey that gets one and a half, one and a half. It's a, it's a, I guess it's a donkey lord. And whenever another donkey, this is, so it's this an is actually lord. really cool. Whenever another donkey comes into play, untap target creature and gain control of it until end of turn. That creature gains haste until the end of turn. So it has threatened. It has threatened whenever you play a donkey. It's a threaten for your asses. You could put that that donkey and that card that says you win after you win ten flips. Yeah, absolutely. In the deck and then play. Yeah, this is a, this deck is building itself. It really is. This Come is on. A, these are all <coughs> red cards. I want to play this EDH week, this EDH deck by next week, guys. Come on. <laughs> all right, that's my five. Clarence, what's up? Okay, my number five is from Arabian Nights. It's a uh, jihad. You thought I would pick this because I mentioned it as having a very, very funny name in a previous podcast. But since I had it, it's no longer. Three white, when it comes into play, choose a color and opponent. uh, A color and an opponent. White creatures get plus two plus one. Colored (laughs) opponents? I love it! Choose a color and an opponent. But not too dark. That's not what I thought you said. And whenever (laughs) the opponent controls no cards as the color sack, jihad. Something about sacking jihad. Seems. I yeah, you commit jihad against the colored people. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's horrible, awesome. dude. Just horrible. My number four is gays embrace. God, take that fucking bandana off. You're not a Clarence. That's just racist. Gays embrace. I yeah, gays embrace. It's from Rose's Saga. <laughs> Thank you. It's, uh, <laughs> I did not make my list, but that was what I had in mind. It's Thank two you. green, two colorless enchant creature. The creature gets plus three, plus three, and trample, and it can regenerate for one green. Hey, you know what? Just as like a side segue here, little tangent. I think it's pronounced Gaia. So when gays embrace, <laughs> no, it's pronounced gays. They grow. For all intents and purposes, it is pronounced gays. Tonight's and we saw Shiv's embrace on the M11 spoiler. So there's a very good chance we may see gays embrace in M11. Sure. So like, there you go. It's topical. <laughs> Shiv's embrace in M11. Therefore, we may see Sarah's so embrace. So vampire and alligators. Vampires. Vampire alligators. Do they twinkle in the sunlight? Most vampire alligators do. Sorry, what's your number four? Gays embrace. Tell me what number three is. <laughs> <laughs> My number three is from Portal. 
it is deep wood. <laughs> it's uh, green and a colorless sorcery that reads really weird, but it just means fog. <laughs> deep wood. Wait, it's a sorcery that does fog's ability. Yeah, that's stupid. What's the point? There wow, were, I don't know. There were no instances. I don't think in, yeah. in Portal. What? Or they were interrupts. But I don't know. It's a sorcery. I, I don't know. Okay, that's weird. Email us with what you think about this card and what purposes it may serve. My number two is cockatrice. Yes, <laughs> the cock made the list. It's from Alpha, Beta, Unlimited, Revised. The first card we probably made jokes about. The first magic card that we saw that just where the jokes were a plenty. Block with my cock. Yeah, uh, I've been a tap five beta and put my cock on the table. <laughs> I think it was the most common one. Yes. Mm-hmm. And my cock kills people. My cock kills a lot of people. Non-wall creatures beware. My cock is present. <laughs> <laughs> and then my number one is Ebony Tree Folk. Let us sink in. There it is. <laughs> no. it, yeah. It's interracial <laughs> porn for everybody. Thank you, Lorwood. <laughs> no, no. Never mind. <laughs> it wasn't from Lorwood? No, it's from Apocalypse, I oh. think. Oh, uh, you think. One black and a green, and for green and a black, you can give it plus one, plus one until the end of the turn, and it's 33. And it's a black tree in a tree. <laughs> I really it's totally an instant. I, I had to look that up. Okay. <laughs> My bad, deep wood is instant speed. <laughs> I was like, why? Why would they do that? I don't get it. Okay, so you may plunge deep into the woods at instant speed, as it turns out. That's very good. Uh, just so you guys know, nobody named a card on my list. Sweet. Even though uh, I did tell Jerry Hall my number one card, the card that inspired this list, and I thank you for not putting it on your list or mentioning it. No problem. You, do you remember it? No. How can you forget? How can I, you forget? I was distracted because I was talking to you while I was on the clock at work, and uh, didn't want to. Your boss get didn't at. mind. He was at his son's baseball game instead of working. He was. Uh, he was. My honorable mention. I, mean, I, I have. I've had an honorable mention on my every top five list, or from episode one top ten. I had every. I had an honorable mention on every list that wasn't gay, but this <laughs> list is gay. Oh, but no, hold on. You I enjoyed have, it. I, I lied. You enjoyed it. I lied. I do have an honorable mention. And since he said Throne of Bone, I'll throw out Altar of Bone from, uh, shit, I looked it up today. I love that set. Tiptist. No. Weatherlight. Weatherlight. It's from Tiptist. It's a uh, green, white, something. Moving on. <laughs> My honorable mention this week, uh, he was originally from Legends. He is Axelrod. Gunderson. <laughs> what? There was a legendary creature from Legend. Legends <laughs> called Axelrod Gunderson. I think it's just. I wish I wish we would have this episode before my son was born. Because <laughs> his name would be Axelrod Gunderson. <laughs> he was four colorless, two black, two red. Sure the June was asleep when the little for a five five. <laughs> so it was eight for a five five, and his name was Axelrod Gunderson. What did he do? He recently he recently got a PhD in chemics and, and chemics. I totally fucked that up. <laughs> chemistry. In chemistry. He was good at So therefore, we are now referring to him as Doctor Gunderson. 
That oh, joke almost went over well. <laughs> this is the gayest top five ever. Oh. It's entertaining, sir. The that was my goal. Listen to us for the magic content. Are not going to do it anymore. <laughs> no way. Sam. This is the magic content that counts. This is the magic content that no one else out there is providing for you. The gay card names that <laughs> entertain Rod you. Can suck my cup. Go ahead. Okay, he's eight four five five with trample. Where did eight four five five with trample? He had trample, and his uh, he had ability. Whenever he damages a creature. And that creature happens to go to the graveyard from play. You may then subversion. Every opponent loses one life, and you gain one life. So is he worth eight mana? No, never. <laughs> but he was reprinted in Chronicles. So there you go. Get your Axelrod Gundersons. <laughs> you like that stint, sure. Betsy? Yeah. Fucking reference. Okay. Four. My my number five. My number uh, five. I had to mention was uh, Dan Dan. Dan Dan was uh, he was a card from uh, Arabian Nights, and the reason I got to mention him is because I have a tattoo of two blue mana symbol uh, that I thought was for counter magic upon getting it. But when I showed uh, a, a friend of mine, he said, "Why the fuck do you have Dan Dan's mana cost tattooed on you?" <laughs> <laughs> That's double blue for you. Double blue is Dan Dan. Yeah, and so I had to wow. hang my head, but uh, like in retrospect. Why the fuck did you think of Dan Dan when seeing two Blumanikos? Fag. Anyways, two, uh, Dan Dan was a 4 1 for two blue that had oh, Island, Island Home. home. Yeah. yeah. He, home? he cannot attack unless a defending player controls an island, and at any time you don't control an island, you must sacrifice him. But he was two blue for a 4 1. Huh. Crap. It almost made and his name list. was D A N D A N. Dan Dan. Tuck Tuck. Dan Dan. <laughs> Talk to <laughs> Pokemon. And then? Squirtle. <laughs> okay, number four on my list uh, was more of a personal flavor, but I was really hoping Josh would include it on his list. It was Johan. <laughs> Johan is uh, Josh's uh, one of Josh's net handles, if you will. That's not my net handle. It's no. not a net handle, but it's it, my it, alias. It's his alias. It's his alter ego. It also is also known as also when, known as when he worked AKA. for me. Like half of my employees thought his name was Johan, because he wore it on his name tag. So Johan, <laughs> and that was that was that's what it. Johan. He didn't have Johan of the Infinite Gyre or something like that. It was just plain Johan. If you look at the card, it says Johan. He was uh, Johan. God damn it! I didn't write what set he came out of. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, it wasn't. He wasn't Chronicles, so he's probably from the dark or some shit. But he was uh, three colors: one red, one green, one white. So Naya, three and so he's six for a five four. He was a legendary human wizard, and uh, if he had the ability that if you chose to not attack with him, you declare it at the beginning of your combat. You choose. You declare that you're not going to attack with him, and if you do. Other attacking creatures that you control gain vigilance until end of turn. Not attacking with Johan. So at the beginning of your combat, you stay. Johan is not going to attack you, and therefore you don't have to attack your other creatures that are going to attack him. I like it. That's pretty cool. Six for a five-four. Vigilance inducer. Human wizard. Riptide laboratory. Break him. Go for it. Uh, number three on my list uh, was someone I mentioned in a prior podcast as well. It's Chandler. Ch- 
Chandler. Because, come on, they named the magic so card Chandler. Johan and Chandler. It's amusing. Amusing, sir. I did not say hilarious. It's amusing <laughs> that they named the magic card Chandler. Johan and Chandler sounds like the next episode on NBC that's going to be after Grey's Anatomy or something. Yeah, like it's going to be a show that Clarence watches and Stay tells us about. For Johan and Chandler. In their Thursday nights at eight thirty. <laughs> it's a spinoff of Sex in the City. Um, <laughs> he was four. He was from Arabian Nights. Four and a red for a three three. He had ability to tap three red and tap him to kill an artifact creature. So there you go, Chandler. My number two, and I really thought this would end up on someone's list. I included this on my list, so because I really thought someone else had mentioned it, is Bone Flute. Classically, one of the most hilarious named <laughs> magic cards out there. Bone Flute. Why don't you twiddle your Bone Flute? Twiddle the Bone Flute. I there you go. I Bone Dancer on my list. <laughs> Anything with Bone. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, you could have just bone typed Bone Shredder. and Gatherer and just wrote the list off of there. Uh, bone Flute was an artifact. I, again, I didn't write down what set it initially came out of. I think it was Ice Age. Uh, three colors to cast. It was an artifact. Two, tap it. And all creatures, all creatures in play get negative one, negative zero until end of turn. So for five mana, essentially, you can kill, you can make someone's bitter blossom silly. I thought you said, oh, so it's negative one on the defense? Negative, no, negative one, negative, negative zero. zero. So, so you don't even kill anything. Yeah, you, so uh, for five mana. So for five that's one blue that does the same thing and says draw a card after it as an instant. You can have it in artifact form, people. And, the, and you may say, I'm casting my bone flute. Fuck around. That's horrible. And number one, the, the reason that this top five came to be, the card that inspired it all, the card that none of you was able to find upon trying to find a list yeah, of card names. So I wasn't me. A card that <laughs> happens to be from Zendikar. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> he was from Conflux. He was from Conflux. Sharding Sphinx. Oh, that's right. I do remember that. Sharding Sphinx, people. It's a Sphinx that has sharded. <laughs> Sharding Sphinx dwell. Well, first of all, oh, never mind. Never mind. <clears throat> Another man. <laughs> the, the longer you think about, the funnier it is. No. <laughs> I think I'm thinking about it too logically. It's a sharding sphinx, sir. <clears throat> it's a sphinx that thought it was a fart, but it was, it was in fact no, poop. D and turn it into a T, because yeah, then it. it's hilarious. I get it, I get it. Sharding. Only I this think list Sam doesn't is know. still gay. <laughs> Sorry, mind. magic players everywhere. Uh, Sharding Sphinx was four and two blue for a four four flyer. I'm gonna go hang myself. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever uh, a fl- <laughs> you do damage to a player with an artifact, <coughs> so you get a one one thopter token that flies, and he's blue into play, and he pooped his pants because it was indeed poop and not a fart. Uh, it was a shard. <laughs> or a shard, if you will. <laughs> it was a shard. Shardings. Josh, if you go hang yourself, would you be, like, creamy tree folk? It's funny, people. Um, oh my gosh. It's it's amusing, I would <laughs> I say. I guess. Oh, oh, let's go on to the next subject. <laughs> Please. Please. So email us. Did, did you like the top five list? Do you have better ideas? And just Let us know. know. This, is, this is Podcast 9. So Josh and I will have a chance to pick the top five, and then Before probably, <laughs> probably skip out on podcast twelve, 
15, 18. <laughs> All right, uh, so what's the best game of Magic you guys played this week? Before we get to that, man, mention All that right. this is, in fact, podcast number 9. We have number 10 coming on, the 10-week fucking anniversary thing. A lot of podcasts in the past have done things to monumentize this. Number 10, really? Yeah, the number nah, 10. Fuck that. We're not doing anything until we get to at least 25. I think in 50. Yeah, 50. 25 means nothing. Yeah, let's just wait for 50. And on 10 50, weeks in we'll a row, a though. 10 weeks out. straight. 10 yeah. weeks of That's my a life lot. let me out of the house. That is something sure. that a lot of podcasts have not done. We're not even to it. We're on 9. We're on 9. Okay. We're going to do it. <laughs> what are, you have doubts, sir? I'm just saying. Fuck seems you! Seems a little premature. I think you should call the next one podcast. I'm just saying, number number next year's is number ten. Well, yeah, totally. <laughs> and then they'll be like the missing one every yeah. other one. If yeah. they were two weeks behind, and they'll never know. <clears throat> anyway, here we go. The best magic that we played this week, and I'm going to go first. And unfortunately, I didn't play any magic, so I'm just going to give you the. You uh, have to play magic. I played magic with you in the last week. Really? What did we win? When I built my green deck. Wow, that was lame. Because I stomped you. All right, so there <laughs> this deck that I put in front of you. It's not true at all. <laughs> I'm going to look at it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Anyway, you beat me. Um, all right. So my best magic game that I'm going to bring up came when I got into my one of my top eights. It was on the last round before you go into the top eight, and I was playing against uh, a dude who main decked um, two green, Better. one colorless enchantment, does four damage to uh, any creature that raking yeah. canopy, raking canopy. He main decked Ra- Raking Canopy, and I was playing um, Demigod Beatdown. And so it was like the. Demigod Beatdown Bane. <clears throat> yeah, it was. Because he killed Demi. Yeah, right, you, can't, you couldn't attack. You couldn't kill him. So uh, we're, on ga- we're going to game game three, and I sideboard, and I sideboard in uh, five hybrid blue and black. Gas Lord of Fugue? Gas Lord of Fugue. Fug yeah. you. Fug you. Fug you. Gas Lord of Fug you. And basically, Gas Lord of You was a, a last-moment sideboard card. And it's just basically a filler. Like, this guy is good, and he, he can go in for Demigod if the situation would arise where Demigod isn't good. I didn't think that would ever happen, and it finally did. And it was in a very crucial match. <clears throat> Game three. And he puts out his Raking Canopy, and I'm just stalled there. I have a huge board advantage, and there's no way he can clear because he's playing Cloud Thresher and shit like that. And... Um, so, I don't know what to do, and he's going to have me in, like, a turn or two. And I top deck Gas Lord of Fug You, which is unblockable. I flop it down, he has no answer, and I win. That was my most, one of the more memorable Magic games I ever played, and I made it into the top eight because of that game. So, Sam. <coughs> I actually did play Magic this week. Remember the last three podcasts, I've been like, man, I really haven't played Magic this week. But I actually made it a point, went over to Josh's house one afternoon and actually put together a green deck that I've been playing online that I like to call the greenness that Jerry has in his hand currently. It's very cool looking. I like it a lot. It's, it's, it, it's just basically a deck that I think does what green should do. The greenness. What should green do? Sorry. It just ramps into a lot of really big silly what creatures really fast. Like turn three or four, you're throwing down like big creatures like Avengers and Nakar or Cathar Hydra and Terastodon. Asian people work at corner stores and sell Slurpees. What? <laughs> I I just re- I'm gonna just ignore that comment because we're not a racist podcast. Just because we talk about we black people be. every episode, said, we make said, Jew well, comments what every episode. People should do. It is what green people should do. <laughs> Service slushies. 
Those people aren't green, though. You guys are I'm just going to, like, come down with this sickness this next week, and I'm going to laugh hysterically. I'm like, wow, you're sick, and I'm not. Oh, jihadists. Okay. So what um, So basically, it's, it's just a, it's a mono-green deck that abuses the, uh, like, mythic-based ramp package, which is, like, eight one-drop mana producers and four Lotus Cobras with hella fetch lands. And uses Oracle and Odaya, and I've talked about it in the past... But I've added Vengevine and Scoot Mobs just to kind of abuse that. And just, uh, it's, it's almost all creatures. I think I have five non-creature spells in the deck. And, it and it's amazing. Canopy Cover being one of them. Gabruk. And that's it. Uh, everything else is creatures. It's it's pretty great. Uh, so, so I played a game. I went to the hall Friday afternoon. I got off of work early. And I went to the Hall of Heroes, our local card shop. And I, I sat down with this deck. And I played a couple games. Oh, I used two Souls Majesty. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're sorry too. Sorry. That's a replacement for Oracle Madaya. I need one more Oracle Madaya. <clears throat> Moving on. Okay. Souls Majesty sucks. Uh, I was playing uh, Daryl. I sat down and played Daryl. Daryl had a, a black and white weenie deck. He called it his interracial weenie deck, and I <laughs> loved it. It made me laugh. And uh, and I was on the play, and I did turn one high arc, turn two cobra, into four. Then I played. A, I did a high arc before I played a land. I played my cobra, then played a forest to play uh, two birds of paradise. One off of the drop of a forest. Okay, sure. turn three. I did a. Yes, I'm sure I wrote this down. What? Turn <clears throat> turn three. Okay, turn one to play High Arc. No, turn no, two, I tap High Arc for it. Okay, don't do that because <laughs> I was really going to try to explain this in a way I can. Uh, turn three, I did a Fetch Land into an Oracle Medaya into two uh, Orin Reef the Vastwoods into play to play Garuk to untap two lands to have four mana to play Vengevine. It was very. That's like it was a very cool turn three. Uh, into turn four, I had one card left in my hand. It was a Soul's Majesty targeting the Venge Vine that I got to. Uh, into so I was able to play another Lotus Cobra, into two Fetch Lands, into two Terastodons. <laughs> and I did three other lands, and he only had three lands because it, I'm on my turn four. I was on the play, so I did all three of his lands, and then three of my lands were the second one. To basically win the game. Turn four to do double double Terracidon for the win with Terastodon's the greenness. Awesome, oh my god, it was it was it was so super cool. Um, Mono Green is doing some sick things. I'm looking at for this deck like pretty much post rotation. What's gonna really kill? I've got some cards in here that are pre rotation. I'm talking about shards rotation, not M10 rotation. Because M10 rotation is way too recent. It might already happen before you guys even listen to this. So. Uh, that was a really cool game, and I made his interracial weenies look like they were just monocolored weenies, honestly. M10 doesn't rotate until shards does. It happens at the same time. I thought it That's awesome. I didn't know that. M11 came out. No. Really? No. So M10 and M11 are... They're going to be legal together at the same time for <laughs> a short months. period. Yeah. That's, about, that's pretty cool, I, I think. Well... It'll be the last time it Sick, happens. dude. Clarence is uh, fucking go-fishing my mono green deck and just being impressed with these draws. Basically, what you want to look for is a mana producer and a lotus cover in your opening hand. And yeah. And then anything... And, yeah. And after that, it doesn't matter. But everyone knows this from the Mythic Ramp package. It doesn't... You don't actually have to have that to win, either. I mean, as long as you just got a little bit of ramp, you're gonna do it. You're gonna get there. Jerry Hall, tell me about the uh, magic you played. 
Alright, well, I haven't played Magic at all this week either, so I just <clears throat> chose, uh, I first, I stopped playing Magic for a while, and then I started playing again pretty much right after I got hired at Sonic, because that was one of the things that I found that me and my boss had in common was Magic. <clears throat> so I wanted to start playing again. And I built a goblin deck out of the Lorwyn block, and it was like a bunch of silly goblin things and fodder cannon, which gave a creature neg 5, neg 5, and did 5 damage for you sec. It's like a beefed up goblin grenade, basically, except it costs like, it costs a little bit more. It was pretty pricey. <coughs> but I was playing up against Ryan Shea. Yeah. And, and he was playing a madness deck. And uh, He always wins. This, yeah, this is funny, though. Because he did all this madness stuff, and he had Nantuko Husk in play, and he sacked a bunch of creatures to him, made him like a 16-16, or like a 12-12, or something huge. And then he played Big Game Hunter. And Big Game Hunter says, when it comes into play, kill target creature with power 10 or greater. And the only... Five or greater. Five, five or, greater? or greater? Okay, yeah. well... Anyways, it's a must. And the only applicable target was Nantuko Husk, and he had to kill his own, and it was... Seeing... That was fun, because that was a great way to start playing Magic again. Word. Yeah. They sh I, how I cool would it be if we way. saw a Trepid Hero reprinted in, in, in 11? Well, sorry, Ryan Hero? Shea, it just made a me A Trepid Hero was two and a white for a 1-1 one, one tap of the destroy target creature with power 4 or greater. It oh. can't be regenerated. The Vengevine Killer. Let's see it. Intrepid Hero M11. Big game. In an uncommon slot. You shouldn't don't, play don't, don't, don't. big right. game hunter. What's that, man? The best game of Magic I played this week, I... I don't know. I really like Grixis Control, so I've been playing it a lot. I just been I don't know. I've been playing a lot of decks, but I had a matchup. Grixis Control. I was playing against Jund, and I'm kind of holding him off until I get to Cruel Mana, and I get to Cruel Ultimatum, and that you know I get some of my life back. They lose, you know, whatever. So the game continued after a Cruel Ultimatum. That's not how it's supposed to work, sir. I was playing John. He was... N Shut up. <laughs> Two of the cards that draw off a Cruel Ultimatum are Cruel Ultimatums. So... <laughs> two turns later... Cruel three I, times in a row? Yeah. That I curled three turns off. in a row. It's like getting blighting three times in a row, but worse. It was just Because yeah. it's Cruel Ultimatum. Because I, I hate John. That was the stupidest thing I think I've ever said. I was... Uh, and I got to triple Cruel. It was fun. That is fun. And exciting. Triple cruel. So are you enjoying... Cr uh, how is Grixis uh, Control doing in the current standard? I mean, are you... Do you find yourself liking it? Or is it is it consistent? It's... It is, but it isn't. I don't know. Tell me about I'm your build you're playing. Uh, like it runs four cruels, and then... Uh, I'm very uh, curious same, about it. The same... It's it's the standard list, but with four cruels. You mentioned watching the professors and being aware of Counterspell. Counterspell is in the board, which I'm trying to decide where to fit it in the main because I like it a lot. But around the lightnings, lightning bolts, spreading seas. I mean, it's try out Anthony Primaria's build. It. Tell me, you, tell me how it does. Have you talked tried about out a little uh, bit this next week? My red, black, white control deck that we've been building at all. No, that that's doing really good. It's impressed me a lot. It's uh in the format right now. Bandler and the Persecutor are tough as hell, and they're probably some of the sickest creatures. So I built a deck with both of them in it, 
And blinding's also ridiculously tough. And so I put that in. And so basically you've got all this white control, all this black control, and then like spot removal or burn with red, and then you've got these huge fatties and they just So you're using like path to exile lightning bolts. Path, lightning bolts, terminate O rings, terminate, and then I think I've uh got some black removal that has uh, conditional targets like smother except those are on the sideboard Sark of the Mad Sark of the Mad is in the main sweet because I also run Wall of Omens I'm a big fan of Sark of the Mad and you can you can turn them into 5-5 flyers which is awesome and then also if you're about to if you're one basically but you've got Abyssal in play you can sack Abyssal with Sark on and turn them into a 5-5 dragon and just win yeah like it I like it it's fun to play you Check it out. Josh, well, you're the last one left for... No, I already talked about my... Oh, yeah, you did. You were the first one to go. Yeah. Why do I keep forgetting that? Don't I used to go on first. Uh, I don't you don't know. need That's to go first subject. anymore. You need to be the wrap-up guy. Yeah. That's my daughter. Yeah, it is. So, anyway... Why do you have pictures of my daughter in a baby suit on your computer, sir? Well, I think everyone has pictures of your daughter. Okay, don't do that. Come on. <laughs> All right, so... I don't know. Uh, I did play a game one time that a guy had uh, an ability with black. I don't remember. You gotta give me more than that, sir. Do I, Do you want to talk about that other topic, or do you want to wait till next week? Were you talking about the trumpeting elephant from Legends? I I don't know. I think maybe he has an ability though. Uh, I just pulled ability? that name out of my ass. That's probably not even a name of a magic card, so you know. Oh, but do you remember Elite Javelineers? It was two and a white for a 1 1 that came into play with one Javelier counter yeah, on it. Him. And you may tap it to remove one, to Javel- remove a Javelier cabinet counter from it to do one damage to a creature or player. Yeah, he was time spiraled too. Yeah, yeah, it was totally time shifted. Oh my god, how horrible was that card? It's pretty dumb. Well, is that a first pick unlimited? Let me know, email us. For the love of God, email us. <laughs> just email. <laughs> to just tell me what you think about banding so there could be a chance that maybe one day we can talk about banding. I don't even know what banding does. Nobody does. Nobody really does. Is it like you can attack with two creatures to turn them into one? Something like that. Well, tell you what, next time we'll talk about banding. Baby, can't you see I'm calling A girl like you Should wear a warning It's dangerous I'm falling There's no escape I can't wait I need a hit Baby, give me it You're dangerous I'm loving it You get too high You can't come down
Kid.